Hello again. This is Jim Lowenstern. This is Broker Talk. We're going to try a little impromptu um, new intro today. If you're going to walk the real estate walk, you got to listen to Broker Talk. Broker Dash Talk. Broker Dash Talk. Broker Dash Talk.com. And that was my co host. Larry Lawfer, also Please doing a little harmonizing, <laughs> and um, we're going to have a great show today. Evan is on the board, as always, and Larry, who's our guest today? We have a wonderful person as our guest today. I've known Kate Lynch for some time now. She's a nutrition and fitness coach. She writes, she speaks, she's a podcaster. She lives and works on Epic Sun Farm with her family in Ontario, Canada. Welcome aboard, Kate. It's great to have you today. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Hi, Kate. It's, um, I met Kate some time ago, maybe four or five years ago, it's possible, uh, at this point. Um, I have had, uh, we're, as you know, real estate agents, it's a stressful life. You're always going from here to there, meetings and all the time. You don't always have a chance to eat right, exercise right. So um, when I first started reading about Kate, this was before her first book uh, was published. It had been written, but uh, it hadn't been published, so I couldn't read it. it the book is called Nourish. And um, is the tagline for that, Kate, what are you hungry for? Or is that just something I remember from early on? You're right, uh, Larry. That was the tagline. What are you really hungry for? That really resonated with me because um, I started to pay attention using some of the apps on what I was putting in my body. And um, you had no rules whatsoever at the beginning. And in fact, I think that's part of your program. Could you describe that for us? Yeah, for sure. One of the things that I encourage my nutrition coaching clients to think about is what are you getting? for what you're currently doing now. And Larry, as you referred to, I suggest that people use a free nutrition tracking app. And notice I didn't say calorie tracking app, I said nutrition tracking app, to just take a look at what they're putting into their body and ask themselves, what, do you, what are you getting for, for what you're eating? How do you feel? So I use something called wellness compasses. And I ask you to think about on a scale of one to 10, one is not so great, and 10 is you feel like a rock star. How is your sleep, your digestion, your energy, and your mood? And really what that means is how are you to live with and how are you to work with, and how are you most importantly, how do you feel living with yourself? Um, I'm reminded of uh, fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Um, I don't feel quite that bad. <laughs> But um, it did it, it did resonate with me, and because I sugar is my gateway drug, um, I was paying attention to that uh, candy bar that I I ate, and I finally realized that I might like I might like Snickers bars, but they're just not worth the crash. Um, but that's not just that's the beginning of your system. It's so simple. I know that you you have rules to be have no rules. Is that the way I understand it? Well, I think one of the things that happens is when you look at today and even years ago when you and I met, uh, Larry, social media feeds are full, magazines are full, talk shows, 
everybody's offering up a prescription on how to eat. And in my experience as a nutrition and fitness coach, there's no one-size-fits-all diet. My questions always are, is the diet healthy and will the results last? And I also find that when you tell people what they can't do, for example, you have to quit chocolate or you have to stop drinking red wine, it often makes people just want to do that more. So what, what's I really wrong with red to wine? make sure that people are choosing foods that serve them, but also that they get to live, too. What, what's wrong with red wine? Absolutely nothing. I, I'm a hardcore wino from way back. I love red wine. <laughs> okay. okay, what's wrong with chocolate? Nothing. I think that a lot of people actually, Jim, crave chocolate because they're perhaps, and they should check with their doctor about this, but deficient in minerals. For example, magnesium. A lot of people, a lot of my clients I have found, and myself included, crave chocolate. If you're, if you're craving chocolate, it's just all-consuming. It would be worth considering talking to your doctor about whether or not you might have a deficiency in magnesium. Uh, so some of our cravings are our body whispering at us and trying to tell us something. And we need to pause and perhaps listen. What, what are some of those apps uh, that you were suggesting? So my fitness pal is one, Jim. We tend to use a free app called Fat Secret, which honestly is a horrible name. I'm sorry, Fat Secret, but it is not a great name. It's a simple app, though. And the other thing I really like about it, Jim, is it's, it's quite visual. It has a colored wheel with the percentages of your macronutrients that you can track all day long. And your macronutrients are your proteins, your fats, and your carbs. And those are nutrients you can only get from your food. So I like those apps that are visual. Can, can you spell them? I, I didn't quite catch the, catch the uh, sure. words. So the first one was MyFitnessPal, M-Y-F-I-T-N-E-S-S-Pal, P-A-L, so okay. MyFitnessPal. Okay. And then that's a very popular app. And then the one that my clients tend to use is called Fat, F-A-T, Secret. S-E-C-R-E-T. And you're right. They're horrible names. The Fat, Secret, the Fat Secret is an awesome app. That's the one that I that's use. That's the one you use? Yeah. Um, and it's no secret that I'm fat. So, uh. <laughs> it, it, was a, it was a secret. I don't think you're fat. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's all relative, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway um, one of the reasons why, Kate, um, in, in the real estate business, Kate, every time somebody's successful with something, they start to coach you, and they coach you on what is exactly they did. And if you did what I do, you have the success I do. Well, that's not always true because people are different. One of the things I liked about you is early on, uh, I heard that you tried absolutely every single diet. Um, and how did you get to the point where you are now, where you almost have no rules other than fitness and nutrition? Well, I think that one thing that has been useful to me as a business person, and perhaps is to your listeners as well, is hearing about how people have failed. One of the things that happens when you get a guru, if you will, or someone who's been hugely successful in, say, something like business or dieting, is they, like you said, Larry, they give you their recipe, but it may not work for you. And the truth is they didn't come to that recipe probably overnight. It took some time. And so I'm more interested in the process, which is why I tend to 
encourage my clients to ask a lot of questions. And I, myself, am constantly reevaluating what I'm doing. So I have a system called TAP, where I teach people to track, which is basically look at what you're doing. So whether you're tracking your food in a food app or you're tracking your, your business, uh, and then you want to assess. So what, do you, what, what is the data? Like you have to really look at the data. It's one thing to input it, but you got to look at it. And then you adjust. And then perhaps you got to do some pivoting. And then you start to make some progress. Exactly. Uh, I remember the tap from uh, our startup uh, so long ago. Uh, your custom fit vitality program uh, can be found on Facebook. Are you any? Well, I'm sure that you're everywhere else, but it's all custom fit vitality. Custom fit vitality is our fitness business that we run out of our century old farm in rural Ontario. We're about an hour and a half outside of Toronto, and we renovated the top of this old barn into our gym. And we also, we call it the Un-Gym, Larry. And then we have an indoor studio as well. And that is where we get together as a community. And I know you and I, the other day, Larry, were talking about community and how important it is, uh, especially when you are looking to look after yourself as busy entrepreneurs are. I think the other aspect of that is not only looking out for yourself, but looking out for the other person. Because, you know, I'll call you up and say, are you coming today? And you might have had a bad night or something like that, and you don't want to do it. But that's what, um, that's what friends do for each other. They keep, they keep each other in the game. Absolutely. And I think one of the reasons that our community, the glue, if you will, the glue of our community is that it's not a drop-in place, if you will. I really do keep track of my clients. I reach out and check in and make sure that, that people are uh, looking after themselves. If someone isn't here, I want to ask, you know, how are you? What's going on? And I feel like all of, all of us and, and a lot of my clientele work for themselves and are busy entrepreneurs and parents and grandparents and even my retirees are some of the busiest people I know. But all of that, in my opinion, starts with what you put into your body. So, Kate, um, are we looking to lose weight, or is it just uh, is it just to be healthier? Well, one of the things that I tell my clients is that anything you lose, Jim, you could find again. So I like to say release fat. So I'm encouraging people, if they need to, to think about the ways in which they could release excess body fat. And I think that for many people, the idea of being thin is a goal, but I'm really much more interested in, are you healthy? Do your eyes glow? Is your skin, is your complexion clear? Do you have the energy to do the things that you want to do in a day? And back to that whole idea of how are you to live and work with? right? What is your mood? Can you tolerate yourself? And can people who remotely tolerate you, tolerate you? (laughs) (laughs) Remotely? Have you been talking to my wife? (laughs) No, that's not true. Sorry, Kath. (laughs) So, Jim, you have another question there? I don't at this moment. Oh, I I, I saw kind of (laughs) working around in there. The wheels are turning slowly (laughs) today. The wheels are turning. So let's, let's pivot this to, to a real estate agent's life. 
when you you get up, we often, so many of us will, what we do call prospect in the morning, not always an easy job where you have to get out and talk to people you don't know and try and find out information so to find out if you can help them or not. By the end of that, uh, that stress of, of dealing with with people uh, like that, you are probably pretty hungry and you may have to get back to the office for a meeting or something like that. So you're running and gunning and, and grabbing quick food. Is there any way that we could prepare better in our day, Kate, for that particular time? And uh, the follow-up question will be later in the day when you might have a meeting at uh, like 5 or 6, and so you won't get to dinner until 8 o'clock. So there's a bunch of questions right in there. Sounds good, Larry. So my answer is actually twofold, and it's the same answer for either end of the day, and it may surprise you, or because you and I are connected, it may not, but brace for impact. I actually feel like the very best thing you can do for yourself is a reset. And one of the things that I coach my clients to do anytime they feel as though perhaps they are tired or nervous or they are emotional or they can't channel their energy is to take three conscious breaths. So if someone has just finished cold calling, prospecting, and they're feeling like they want to reach for that quick caffeine fix or that quick sugar fix, as we were teasing the other day when we were chatting, Larry, about grabbing that donut or whatever it is in the afternoon or your Snickers bar, I feel like if you could pause and shift your energy to taking three conscious breaths, which really is just as simple as it seems. And I'd be happy to go through what I, what I suggest people do with that. And then the next piece is, and this is huge, especially for people who are on the run, Larry, hydration. We just make better decisions when we're hydrated. And by hydration, I don't mean more coffee, and I want to be crystal clear, I absolutely love my coffee. But I don't consider my coffee intake as part of my hydration intake. So three conscious breaths, and are you hydrating? And beer isn't a um, hydration either. Beer? No, yes. beer is not. Nor is red wine, Jim. <laughs> well, I was. I'm. I'm not drinking a lot of red wine. I was just uh, curious. Uh, so, um, what what do you recommend as far as uh, antioxidants? That that must play a big part in nutrition. You know, I think people are quick to want to supplement their diet, and I am very quick to suggest that they get most of their nutrients from whole foods. I also often will tell people that they need to chat with their doctor about that. So I don't do a lot of discussion with people about supplementation. I will share my own ideas on supplementation for for me and my routine, but I feel like there's a lot of money spent and energy wasted, and there's a lot of fix-me cupboards out there, and I'm saying fix, F-I-X, me, full of supplementation uh, that is perhaps we're just peeing it out, you know. So I tend to be wary of that topic, and I'm not avoiding the question. I'm just being honest because that's how I roll. Yeah. And uh, in real estate, uh, we get asked legal questions, and we're not lawyers. We can't answer those questions. So, so Kate, uh, do you have uh, a good uh, real estate uh, diet? I mean, it's a real sure. estate show. Uh, what should real estate agents be eating? 
I encourage people to really look at getting healthy fats and fiber first. So by healthy fats, if you like avocado and you can get an avocado a day into you, I think that's brilliant because you get healthy fats and fiber. I realize that it's a bit controversial, but I am of the uh, school that healthy fat is the number one fuel for your brain, and fiber helps to keep your guts rolling, and your guts, in conjunction with your brain, rule your hormones, and your hormones rule all. So avocados, nuts, things like making sure you're adding in lots of leafy green vegetables. I always tell people fats and fiber first and then go to your proteins, and then go to your low-sugar, higher-fiber carbohydrate sources from vegetables and berries. We're here in uh, New England Patriots land, and that's Tom Brady and his uh, his very, very strict diets and expense, uh-huh. expensive programs. You don't have to spend a lot of money to eat healthy. You just have to be conscious about it, I think. Is that right? I would agree with you, and I think one of the reasons that people struggle that I see in my business, Larry, with choosing healthy food, fresh food over, say, processed or easy quick foods is because they never learned how to cook. And as adults, because we're supposed to be leading, or as adults because we have, say, busy lives or our lives are full, as I like to say, we don't take the time to cook anymore, and I think that that is really what is holding many people back in terms of their health and wellness is just plain learning how to cook, and it doesn't have to be fancy, but it, 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 it really should, the majority of your food should be homemade and fresh and whole. I like that idea. Um, and and we can, you can always bring it with you. I've started to bring food with me during my day. Um, things that I can eat, but maybe an apple. Um, other nuts are always in my car available to me. You know, I'm glad you said that because I do believe that healthy people bring food with them or, quite frankly, I tell my clients, if there's nothing healthy, you are better to just drink water until you can get to somewhere where you can choose a healthier food. And keep in mind that on the road, Usually near that fast food restaurant is a grocery store, and you could go into the deli and get some hard-boiled eggs. You could get a quarter chicken. You could get a veggie tray. There's so many options, and like you said, nuts, uh, that you can carry with you in your car or your bag. I would recommend if you are going to carry nuts that you don't store them in your car in the hot summer months because all fats go rancid in, or most fats go rancid in the heat. You want to be careful with that. But you can, you can make healthier choices, but you perhaps either need to pack your food and take it with you, Larry. You need to stop at the grocery store instead of the fast food and or just drink some water. You're probably not going to starve to death between now and your next chance to get some real food. So, Kate, what do we do at restaurants? Uh, let's, ah. let's, let's say that, you know, we're going out a number of times a week. You know, if, if it's a Mexican restaurant, there's chips and salsa. If it's an Italian restaurant, there's bread and olive oil. I mean, you know. <laughs> what do uh, we uh, do? <laughs> yeah, what what do we do with all that good food? Just, you know, order the salad uh, first thing and tell them to take the bread away. I'm really glad you asked this because I have a couple of of 
tips and tricks that might be useful. You could try them on and see what you think. The first is this. I really feel I'm a hardcore foodie, Jim. I love food. So if you are going, my rule for going to a restaurant is this. If I can, I look up the menu ahead of time. If I'm going to a favorite restaurant, I already know what I'm going to get probably. But if I have been eating well and I want to keep my streak going, right, my streak of eating well going, then I will order the salad. I will ask them not to bring the bread basket, and I will have lean protein, and I always ask for extra vegetable instead of the starch. That's just kind of my standard go-to. I'll sometimes even order double salad just to get the greens in me. However, if I go to my favorite Italian restaurant, Jim, I will get, for example, I'll start with a charcuterie platter and cheese uh, and olives. And a really good tip is your stomach digests whatever goes into it first. So if you start with the bread, which gets digested pretty quickly, and then could start what I like to refer to as the sugar train, it's kind of downhill from there. Whereas if you start with healthy fats and some fiber and some protein, so think the charcuterie tray or the cheese tray, then you could perhaps have the bread a bit later once you're, once those healthy fats and fiber and protein hit the gut first. And I always say to people, it's, you got to decide. We're adults, right? It's the bread basket and a, a healthy meal or it's wine and a healthy meal, or it's dessert and a healthy meal. But going hog wild, having the bread, having the wine, having the pasta, and having the tiramisu, that's a recipe for, for disaster. A bad day tomorrow. Exactly. A sleepless night for me. Too much sugar. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to get back to the uh, the breathing again because um, we didn't get a chance to talk about it fully, but uh, we did. Uh, we both are aware of uh, the process called breath walking, and breath walking is a uh, uh, a way to oxygenate your brain in the morning. It takes fifteen minutes, and it's a very specific way of breathing. So it's four breaths in, four through your nose, four breaths out through your mouth and you're you're walking so it <laughs> while you're walking and uh what has happened to me while I do that is I just get super pumped like I've just had a uh uh triple caffeine uh rush um but it's all healthy um have you tried the breath walking I know we both know about it so I do some walking meditations where I focus on my breath, and I've done fire breath before, fire breathing, kalabati breathing, and yoga, which is very similar, I think, Larry. It's that diaphragmatic, quick breath that you're kind of sniffing through your nose, right, and yeah. perhaps blowing through a pursed lip. Um, and I, it is incredibly energizing. So I have not done the breath walking, but I'm familiar with it, and I do practice other forms of uh, breathing techniques that I find incredibly energizing. You know, and it's something that's free. We have to breathe anyway, so you might as well do it in a way that makes you feel better. And I know it's a, it's both a calming and an exciting um, power for me. Before meetings, usually all the time, I'll take a few minutes by myself. Okay. Uh, Kate, what, what about, uh, you, you brought up sleep. Uh, so... 
is there a certain time of the day you shouldn't eat beyond that hour or a certain number of hours before you go to sleep? And is there certain, uh, certain nutrients, uh, certain foods we should eat uh, if, if it's, it's at the end of the day? I think that sleep is somewhat underrated. I feel as though it's having its moment in the sun, if you will, though it's coming back. Because people, especially entrepreneurs, people who work for themselves, people with stressful lives, which, you know, we're all under stress. No one is immune. Uh, even if you love your work, that's still stressful. But it, it seemed to me there was a time where the less sleep you needed, the more of a superhero you were, if you will. But I really, sleep is my go-to. I really work on getting, for myself, I need about seven hours a night. And I take sleep very seriously. I think in terms of food, Jim, at night, if you can have your last bite of food three hours or more before you hit the pillow, I think you may find that digestion-wise and sleep-wise you see perhaps a benefit over time. So many people will eat right up before bed, and then the body is busy digesting, and we don't really need that many calories before we go to sleep. So I, I recommend to my clients that they stop eating three or more hours before they go, go to bed. All right, let me slip in our sponsor. Broker Talk is sponsored today by Castles Unlimited, where you get the best real estate offers. Online, go to castlesunlimited.com for all your real estate needs. Should we talk about Kate's book or books? Yes, exactly where I was headed with okay. this. I, I loved your book, Nourish, and I still it still sits uh, on my bedstead, uh, and not just to gather dust. But you have a new one coming out, <laughs> Nourish Express Lane, the 10-day guide to bring your body home. Let's talk about that for a moment. Sure. So Nourish Express Lane is a follow-up or companion to my 2016 book, Nourish. And Nourish was the culmination of my work as a nutrition coach and fellow traveler from about 2008 through 2013. I wrote Nourish in the summer of 2014. And at the time, the manuscript went to press talking about the specifics, Larry, of how to eat a low-sugar, adequate protein, healthy fats, and carbohydrate diet was not as accessible as it is today. And by specifics, I mean the details for actual grams and percentages for the macronutrients, which again are proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, and fiber, and then total sugar. So in this new book that comes out in January, I offer what we refer to as the secret sauce recipe that's worked really well for both my clients and myself. And the secret sauce recipe, staying true to what I said at the beginning of our chat today, it's fully customizable, so it's very. It can be. It, it, you can you can make it work for you, if you will, and it includes uh, access to um, actual food logs from my clients who embrace embrace the nourish style. And uh, I always encourage all of my nutrition clients to take baby steps. Be honest with yourself, and uh, that idea of of bringing bringing your body home really speaks to that I, that concept of feeling at home in your own skin. And that's what I'm really looking forward to sharing, the new information, if you will, from 2016, actually really 2014 on. Because the thing about 
in nutrition is it's always changing. When we know better, we do better. And I love to be able to say, wow, look at this new information or, geez, you're not going to reinvent the wheel. Healthy food is healthy food, right, and share that with, with whoever I can. Absolutely. Now, you um, um, teased me with uh, something that's in the new book, um, mm-hmm. it, the three steps. And uh, can you go over those for us and give us a preview? Sure. So the book opens with three keys that I say will open the front door to your house. And they are something that don't require you to change really anything about your eating or what you're eating, but just to think about three keys that could improve your health in a fairly short period of time. And I maintain that if you try these things, you should potentially see positive changes in 10 days or less. So the first one is to drink your water daily. So I recommend that people who are 150 pounds or less drink about two liters of water a day. And people who are over 150 pounds drink about three liters. And, of course, this varies depending on your health and your activity level. Uh, so, And I tell people to get their water in, Larry, as I said, and nourish before by 3 or 4 o'clock every day. So 64 by 3 or 4, so 64 ounces of water by 3 or 4 o'clock every day. That way you're not up all night long visiting the bathroom. Uh, and then the second tip is that I ask people to look at their eating window. What time of day do you take your first bite of food? And what time of day do you take your last bite of food? And I ask people to shorten their eating window to eight hours a day or less. This gives the body plenty of recovery time of not eating uh, to rebuild itself, if you will. So if you eat 12 hours a day, start to winnow that down a bit. If you're eating eight hours a day, good for you. Could you get that into six hours a day? And then the last key I already gave you, which is to stop eating at least three hours before bed. So those are the three keys that I start with in the book, and then I go into the actual recipe, if you will, for for what, when, and why to eat uh, to serve your body best. So we got the realtor diet, avocado and nuts. (laughs) We've got uh, eight hours or less and drink a lot of water, but drink it early in the day. And, and sleep. Drink it early in the day. And, 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 and get and, regular sleep. And, and sleep is very important. Well, I, I feel better already. Uh, thank you, Kate. It's uh, a pleasure to have you on our, uh, on our uh, show today. Thank you, Kate. Broker Talk is a weekly podcast hosted by real estate industry professionals and nutritionists. And always dedicated to telling it like it is. And uh, check us out at broker-talk.com for for more music. (laughs) We need help with that. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kate. It's great having you. Until next week. Baba Booey.